Welcome to the Ramblers with Dave Ramsey. A cornucopia of bespoke current events, jokes infused with travel tidbits. Storyteller, rambler, actor, writer, filmmaker. Big in China, medium size in America. Growing up in Asia, Ni Hao Ma, Warsher Nita Lao Shur, and diatribes regarding the military industrial complex and how the fatter the president, the worse off the country most likely is. This is not a safe place for you ramblers, Hippocratic, Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, or otherwise. We do, however, welcome the uninformed and the misguided. This is a safe place for you. Let's ramble. Hello, Ramblers. This is Dave Ramsey coming at you live from the Pacific Northwest where the fires have subsided and life is returning a bit to normal. On today's show, I got about 25, 30 minutes chock full of delicious goodness for your ears to enjoy. We've got Britt Miller doing a little of her Brit's Bits. She's running around all over the place covering a lot of topics and being interesting, fascinating, and slightly controversial. Then we have a little bit from Cousin Jason in the house. He's helping me out. And also Akina. And although I am making fun of the fact that she's doing a go fund me for her hip replacement surgery, it is all in good fun. And I just found it interesting that she wrote from the perspective of her daughter, which, you know, that's a very good emotional way to pull at the heartstrings. But I was reading it in a comical way and it made me laugh. And uh, she found it funny too. And if you would like to uh, donate to her GoFundMe because she needs about $8,000, that's going to be at the end of the show. First up, I got a little preview for you of what is coming on the show. Then after that, it'll be first up with Britt Miller. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Please check out the Ramblers cast on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much. I think you and all other white people walk on your privilege. And you don't understand, and I know you can cut this out, but I'm going to say it again and again. No, I agree with you. No. I know, but you don't understand. So it's hard for me to be in a time when black men are dying, you know, with policemen's knee on their neck. And, And if a white person felt like they wanted to call the police on me because I was having some kind of rip moment with them, I would be afraid because the police would definitely take their part and I could be killed. My life is in danger. A deer? A, a pig. Oh, doe pig. a deer, a yeah, female deer. Pigs are brilliant. Now, pigs don't count. You can have a pig as a pet. Okay, yeah. so we got dogs, pigs, but no cats. But no cats. No. <laughs> what? Ah, what would... bird. You can have a bird. Well, cats, the problem is if the cat, you know, a lot of issue is feral cats kill tons of birds. Help me assuage my guilt here a little bit, is all I'm asking. Because. Dude, we've assuaged your guilt years ago. We shouldn't feel bad about that. Texas was really old, and he had a bad habit of laying underneath tires. She says she needs a new hip. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 I have heard her kid, her hip costs lots of money, so I'm asking for help. I know mommy and daddy are so grateful for all our family and friends that love and support us. And I know they love you too. And I can't wait for mommy to get a new whip so she can finally do things like take walks with me and play outside! <laughs> Exclamation point. I would say maybe next time a little bit higher just because your head seems, I mean, you look fine, but your head seems a little, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. It's because I bought new bar stools and they're really high. Oh, that's nice. Where'd you get them at? The home store. Did you go inside shopping with a mask on? 
I did. And I gave my old bar stools to my friend Kevin, who reminds me a lot of you because he buys nothing and everything is given to him. I just love the way you can, within like a minute of recording, you can get in a dig on me. It's just really impressive. It's like, okay, you know what? I've bought, during this uh, pandemic, I've bought some things, Britt, over Amazon. I've bought some things. What? I don't Furniture? Really, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, you so, so you're saying I don't ever get, I never buy any furniture. It's all given to me. Yes. That's not true. I bought an armoire. What's the thing? A chest, a chest of drawers. A nice chest of drawers last year for my bedroom. And now a TV's on top of it, ruining. I know it should be like pictures and some nice figurines, but whatever. You have a TV in your bedroom? I know. Are you pro TV in the bedroom or anti TV in the bedroom? That is anti TV. I am anti TV girl. I was talking about this recently. It's I heard it's pretty bad for relationships. Not that I would know, but uh, it's for me. I don't understand. Some people have to fall asleep with the TV at night, and I think that's I crazy. Fall asleep, I fall asleep to forensic files almost every night when there's Dude, not someone yummy in my bed. What is the but, difference between? <laughs> What is the difference between that and, and having a TV? You watch it on your iPad or your it's iPhone? Yeah, oh it's on my phone. And I just kind of put the phone down and then I doze on up. His voice is, I don't know why he's not making sleep things. Because his voice is absolutely He probably is on that scene. By the time he goes, in 1982, Mary was walking down the street. And then I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. I don't know what's next. And then I wake up and it's like, He'll be getting out of prison in 2009. <laughs> so you go, so you go to sleep with forensic files on, but you're opposed to having a TV in your room. Wouldn't it be better to have like the TV on playing like forensic files and then have a timer set that it goes off after an hour, as opposed to however long you listen to like murder and I don't death? Like that light, the light. Well, that's what I'm saying. It would turn off after a while. Or- a little TV, just a little thing in the bed, and that's only when I'm sleeping alone. So you, okay, you keep emphasizing that. So you just turn, so what do you do, turn it off or something, or what? Yeah. You know, it's Netflix, so if it doesn't get any wiggle wiggle in a while, it cuts itself off. Hey, Brent, I want to tell you about my sponsors. Chameleon Cold Brew. Have you ever had this cold brew? <laughs> I'm not even going to go along with those shenanigans. Why not? I got it for free, but I got a case for free because I was doing that video for the vegan cineholic thing that I didn't give you any cinnamon rolls from, but they were out there for the opening day. I was filming it. This nice lady gave me a whole case. They had cinnamon flavored uh, chameleon cold brew too. I thought that was a little too sweet. Mix them together. Perfecto though. Do you think your listeners missed me? Uh, Yes. Well, some are just being introduced to you right now. Keep in mind. But also, I wanted to talk to you about uh, vegan cinnamon rolls. Not vegan oh. cinnamon rolls. What, since, you know, you are vegan, yada, yada, yada. And I will say this about Brit, everybody. She is the le- less militant vegan, probably. We've we've had lunches here and there. You're pretty chill when it comes to eating. I, in fact, I've met more people who are worried about organic food that are more annoying than you are. Because a lot of people say... Oh, I'm not judgmental. Well, you're just what I'm saying. You're chill about it. It's like, yeah, it's, this is your this is what your choice is. You're not trying to like you're not trying to be a missionary vegan. Right? No, I'm not. In the, I'm not spreading the Holy Spirit of veganism. You know, that's your journey. It's your walk. It's your body. You know, True. Um, I have had a really good friend of mine watch Game Changers. So I think Game Changers for those people who need it to be scientific. Yeah. Worked really well. And so now he's off meat. 
um, the whole spiritual thing just doesn't touch a lot of people. For me, it was 100% spiritual. I don't think I'm any better than a cow. Why should I eat it? So um, why not just eat the grass, the same thing that the cow eats? Why eat the cow? You don't think you know? you're better than a cow? I think, I mean, come on. You mean you're like, it's just animals in like general? My life. You know, my life. Who, who am I to judge like that? To say the cow dies or I die. You know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, who are you to, yeah, we, we are to judge. But then, you know, some people are all about, like, carrots. They like carrots, too. Yeah, carrots are great. But because you, they don't run from you. They don't cry. They don't give birth. They don't have a placenta. Um, there are all kinds of great things about carrots that make them yummy. What's the most uh, delicious vegan food that you had recently? Uh, I just ate my favorite vegan crack. Hmm? What is that? What's it called? So what? So delicious? So delicious. How do I know that brand, man? We're such a brand-driven society. I recognize the S-O on there. Oh, it's so yummy. There are those ice cream sandwiches. This is 100 calories, so I don't feel guilty because, Mm -hmm. you know, COVID did some really serious things to the body. So To a what body? To mine, I think, and most people. Uh Because we stopped working out and exercising the way we should, so Uh there was some weight gainage. So I'm, I'm on the bounce back. I'm on the roll back now from COVID. Back into yoga consistently and tennis. Yoga and tennis, although I still think it's too hot to be doing tennis, but whatever. Oh, it's great. But this, this is the greatest thing in the universe right here. All right, we're going to have to cut that out because they're not paying us. We're giving it. Did you get that for free? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. You asked me. You told me. All right, so what about the crazy uh, white people that are walking cats in their building? Yeah. So. Is that what it was? You said something like Before that? I talk about the white, white crazy-ass people in my building who mm-hmm. do crazy things, yeah. I would like to discuss, I think you and all other white people walk on your privilege, and you don't understand, and I know you can cut this out, but I'm going to say it again and No, again. I agree you with you. No. I know, but you don't understand, so it's hard for me to be in a time when black men are dying, you know, with policemen's knee on their neck and and if a white person felt like they wanted to call the police on me because i was having some kind of rip moment with them i would be afraid because the police would definitely take their part and i could be killed my life is in danger there are so many black women who have been killed by the police as well as men that we don't even hear about Mm. so everything that we do can be used as a bigger platform than just funny you know what I'm saying? I know, but you know, and I've gone back and forth with the relaunch of this with trying to be less political, but you know, current events, shall we say, right? Then I got way political uh recently because of, you know, the pand well, I mean this basically started again in January. The pandemic and then of course uh the protest which I was, you know, involved in and filming that. And that was all, yeah. that seems like a long time ago, but those press, they're still happening every day. And it was only every like, day? what, two months ago? It's crazy. Yeah, there was just a protest the other day. I, I yeah. live right across from, you know, where I live. So, but so, I think it can um, be a mix. But of course, anytime I have anybody on, like, uh, yeah, I want them to kind of bring it's not even about being political. I think whatever no. you say and whatever you do, you speak in truth and in honesty about what's going on around you, you know? And so that was really important for me. And it's really important for me that whatever I do to say that. So in hence, white people are crazy. Crazy white people walk a cat on a leash. Um, 
I'm gonna Stellan. I'm gonna find someone who's not white who walks a cat on a leash. That's what I'm gonna that find. That would be Hispanic then. Or Asian. <laughs> but believe you me, <laughs> they won't be black. First of all, See? a lot of black people don't have cats. Although the lady next to my grandma had about 25 cats and they all lived in her house. And, you know, you open up the door and all the cats would come out. Oh, that sounds terrible. On a leash in my building is so sad because he crawls all up and he looks at you like he really wants you to help him because it makes no sense. Like he wants to climb a tree and then the man just pulls him back. It's really sad. So he's take. so you think the cat doesn't want to be outside at all. He's... Forcing I think the cat. cat wants to get the hell away from that man and be really outside. Mm. He's holding him. It's cat slavery. <laughs> I like that term. All right. Cat so, slavery. <laughs> so I'm glad this is video because, uh, yeah. Video is all about cat slavery. Cat. I like that. Well, that's, well, you could say that about dog, you know, not to, you know, whatever. I was just trying. No, dogs need people. There's no such thing as puppy slavery. You don't think so? No. Which, but, Britt, you're talking about being a vegan because you... My daughter's dogs wouldn't know what to do with her. So, you know, because I play the devil's advocate, that's my job. I... That's my job. <laughs> they... You get paid for it? How yeah. much? Yeah. Free cold You're cheap. Did you really get that free? I told you. Yeah, I got it free. Yes. So, I was tell No, but some people will say, like, okay, well, if you shouldn't eat uh, animals, you should also not own them either. Right. A dog is a friend of the family. It's not like a, a goat. It's not like running around. Goats are in pr- the- pigs are smart as dogs. Which, I mean, are dogs you- are domesticated. Pigs, some they pigs are- can be domesticated. What? Yes. What can be a deer? A, a pig. Oh, no, pig. a deer, a yes. female deer. Pigs are brilliant. Now, pigs don't count. You can have a pig as a pet. Okay, yeah. so we got dogs, pigs, but no cats. But no cats. No. <laughs> What would, bird. You can have a bird. Well, cats. The problem is, if the cat, you know, a lot of issue is feral cats kill tons of birds. I wrote an article many years ago in Chicago about people hunting cats because they le- licensed it and legalized it in Wisconsin because it was so bad that all the wild birds, the songbirds, were dying because all these feral cats were around killing birds. People were not happy with that that article that I wrote, by the way. So, was it difficult to kill a cat? That doesn't even seem like it makes sense. Like you had to it, hunt and stalk a cat? Yeah. it's. I no. mean, a wild feral cat, those are probably hard to kill. They're not just no, running around. Remember pe- when I used to I used to have a place of employment where I really worked? Um, <laughs> yeah. And the lady who sat behind me was a crazy cat lady. Mm-hmm. I hope she hears this. You were a crazy cat bitch, and I hated sitting next to you. I no longer work there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. sorry. Let's, should I answer it? I think we should end it on that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm still recording, though. Keep in mind. Hey. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's a boy. Um, uh, hey, can I call you back? Okay, call you back. Bye. So. Okay. Oh. He's checking on me because the crazy building. Oh, yeah. Not white people crazy. So. But I. I've got mold, America. Brit's bits, remember? Oh, sorry, Brit's bits. Brit's so, what's bits. my bit for today? Is stand in truth, speak your truth, and don't participate in cat slavery. Okay. They watch everything. They need advice from people. 
school, I guess. So. We're not talking about film school. We're just talking about movies to watch that we might recommend. Like speaking of, what's a movie? You help people with. You help people get a job. Okay, sure. You can remember Brit's bits. It's all about Brit. But so, <laughs> what's a show that would make? What's a TV show or movie that you've been watching that you think that might make me cry? That make what people make, cry? Me in particular, but people in general, yes. Oh, I don't like crying. You know, I like murder and killing. So the See, outsiders. But I think what's that? I watched uh, Doctor Sleep. <gasps> you don't know the outsiders? Was Doctor Sleep oh, good, by the way? Oh, Doctor Sleep is good. And, but it's like a sequel to the uh, Shining. Yes, it's a sequel to the Shining because you never really understand what the Shining is, do you? No. The it's... Shine is what children have that evil eats, and it, as it kills you. Your shine comes out and they eat it. So they stab little kids and then their shine comes out. The reason I'm saying this is I think people, especially men, have trouble connecting with their emotions. And in this trying times, I think sometimes it's good to have an outlet, you know. I have men in my life who are not not in touch with their feelings. They're definitely in touch with their feelings. Too much so. Do they I, cry? I really want to talk to you, or let's get together, or you know, I really fell in love with you yeah, the Brett, last you time, and to... I was like, no, you didn't love me. You were infatuated with me. I have too many also, people. Men are really in touch. I think men are much more um, in touch with their feelings than women. I don't think. Okay, whatever. Again, stereotypes. People are all different and unique. So stop throwing that out there. But I will say this: in our culture, the Asian it, boy behind you looks like he's commenting on I, everything. I know. I like it. It looks like he's like judging me because he's a Buddhist monk and he is. He's like, why? He does, he's like, but he looks like he's judging me. Like, hmm. <laughs> he looks just like, hmm. He's, he's boy, from Nepal. Hey, Buddhist dude. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that what I'm saying. That's so funny. Yeah, but I think for up close, he kind of looks like he's almost about to smile more like a nice feeling. But I think, yeah, he does look more judgmental right up here. He's real judgmental. It's like whatever you say, I feel like I have to be nice and for the Buddha. I'm trying to keep this PG-13 too, by the way, because... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because I... Well, I'm trying to keep it... Because if you mark explicit on there, then it cuts off a lot of people who see, see it or hear it or whatever. So... For me, you swear too much. Be, you have, I'm glad you told me that because you know I have a potty mouth, so I don't know how not to say what the fuck. You know? Well, I mean, I've I can just be, I can just lower the volume or something, but you 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 do say that uh, you do say that when you get very excited sometimes, like about men who show too much emotion, which is ridiculous because men need to show more emotion and shouldn't be judged for it, Britt, even though you're someone who are judging people for showing emotion, men. And women for that. We got a man up right now. We, we're soldiers oh right now. We got no time for crybabies. No time for emotions. Soldiers. Okay. Well, soldier on, my dear I will. friend. Soldier. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank this you. Hey, have a good date later or whatever you're doing. Peace. Love. Peace God out. bless. Remember that time I ran over your cat and I felt bad for it? Yeah. Because our cat was trying to commit suicide and you just... It's just, you know, just help them. Right. I mean, help me assuage my guilt here a little bit is all I'm asking. Because, Dude, we've assuaged your guilt years ago. We shouldn't feel bad about that. Texas was really old, and he had a bad habit of laying underneath tires. It just so happened you were leaving at the time he was laying under your tire. I know. I was just trying to go home for Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, leave after Thanksgiving, and... He backed up, and then he crawled through the water, and then I 
like called your mom and she rushed home and he she picked him up and I was I really was sad for what happened but I tried to make myself cry so I would feel that so she would feel less burdened by my uh running over her cat so yeah. I th- I think I did it I think there may have been a tear it was, it was when I learned I could actually do some real acting like I was seriously scared and, and and embarrassed and sad and and in pain, but I was able to push it and take it to a next level. That's what I was impressed with. Don't you? Are are you impressed by my acting? <laughs> I didn't see it. Dang it! You know, I, I do think you maybe you shouldn't be absolved of the guilt of running over the cat, but maybe be absolved of the guilt of faking up. Hey, tears I said I just pushed it up a notch, buddy. There's nothing wrong with that. All I know is I was talking to my friend Britt, and she says that cats are slaves and they always want to be free. And that because she saw this white dude in her building in the elevator with a leash on the cat. And she said, the cat looked at her like, please save me. <laughs> I'm sure it did. But anyway, I just thought about your cat Francis and how Francis was a free range cat, man. Yeah. He kind of, ca- yeah. If he hadn't been as big as he was, um, he might've, you know, Gotten killed long ago. He kind of came and went as he pleased, you know. He was outdoor, inside, you know. He just uh, he just went a little s- sooner. But I guess when, you know, you hear an engine rev up a Crown Victoria V8, you should probably get out of the way. That's a life lesson for all of us, I think. Did you, you did the baby thing. Read it. It's short and sweet. I told you, you should have gone with the whole, like, I'm voting against Trump because of his health care policies are destroying America. You would have got, like, $20,000. Please stop. You would have got a hip replacement and $20,000 because people would have done it out of spite. So if you you want you asked for my marketing skills i gave them to you and you went with this this whole naomi thing you're like my baby needs my baby needs a new hip says my mommy not my baby i know i know it's just you're obviously writing it though so your baby is like i need a new hip for my mommy so she can carry me around it's cute Hi, everyone. My name is Naomi. I'm turning two years old in October, and the only present I want for my mommy is to be able to play with me on my birthday. <laughs> you you may already know that my mommy ship has been hurting for a long, long time for the car she was in, a car accident she was in. Some days when I ask her to play, she says she can't play. <laughs> she uses his excuses with all these big words that I don't understand. <laughs> Arthritis, tendonitis, and bone thinning. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> she she can barely even walk anymore. <laughs> she, oh my god! I should totally record this <laughs> like a really baby foot. She says she, she needs a new hip. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I have heard her kid, her hip costs lots of money, so I'm asking for help. I know mommy and daddy are so grateful for all our family and friends that love and support us. And I know they love you too. And I can't wait for mommy to get a new hip so she can finally do things like take walks with me and play outside! <laughs> Exclamation point. 
Thanks so much for loving my mommy. Yes, it's very short. What? I just feel like I, I know because it's it's just the thought of me doing her voice is just cracking me up. You were laughing too. I just because I'm laughing at you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I don't mean mean to make light of your hip problems and your lack of money to pay for it, but uh, I just think that maybe this might not appeal to like people who don't know you though at all. But who knows? Then again, everybody uses GoFundMe for medical reasons because in America, insurance is uh, money making and healthcare is a money making. Mm-hmm. Why? Why does it take yeah, five it appointments to get one thing done? It's appealing Akina. to people in Europe. It doesn't do that. In Canada, you just go right in, get your hip replaced in twenty four hours. You go in, you're like, it's like a drive through. You're like, hey, can I get a new hip? And they're like, sure, no problem. Here you go. So you got in a car accident when you're sixteen. And you sued them, but it was a lawyer whose daughter was driving who hit your car that broke your hip. And the the daughter, the driver's dad basically didn't let you get that much money. And that was like 10, 15 years ago or something. And your hip's broken. What does your insurance pay? Nothing. That's my deductible. So, all right. My deductible is eighty one fifty. So if people want to do- donate, they can go to Akina Perez under GoFundMe. Uh, mathematically, you probably get about twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm assuming based on how many people you know, you don't have a big social media influence. But yeah. the good thing uh, is, this is your long term plan. This is why you've stayed off social media because a lot of people from high school and college are like Akina. Oh, I remember her. Uh, she's got hip a baby and hip problems. <laughs> let me get, let me give her fifty bucks. <laughs> It's, true. It is true, though. Seriously, people have it because, like, if you're not on social media, you don't exist to people. Yeah. Like half my college and high school friends, I wouldn't even like know anything about them. I mean, I guess without social media, maybe I would have like made a phone call here and there. Well, or, I still talk to most of my friends like on the phone. Yeah, but I'm talking about like those. It's those. What's it called? The tertiary friend friends. friends. Yeah, they're like friends of friends that you're kind of mm-hmm. were friends with, but then you didn't. But, and then some of them probably like, you know, I still have tears in my eyes. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this was fun.